hold my phone with my feet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Professionally Unprofessional Podcast. And here uh, we have our OG of OGs, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the first episode. If you haven't seen that yet, go check it out. I will plug it. Thank you for shamelessly plugging for me, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's on the channel, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Anyway... Anyways, uh, in case anyone hasn't watched that ep- episode, Aaron, pl- Aaron here plans to be a voice actor, or at least that's his ideal job, from what he's told, he's told us. Has that changed at all? Uh, no, not really. I mean, that's still kind of what I'm thinking to do for right you know, now. Because I have, I, I actually prepared a lot for this, for this episode because I had to make sure that it's different from the previous one. Mm-hmm. But we won't get into that yet. So how I, also, you- I also had some topics in mind, but continue. What's up? So how have you been? Aaron, it's been... It's been a while since we've just talked in general. Yeah, uh, going well. Uh, school's been going well. Uh, yeah, that's kind of it, really. Not really much has been going on. Same, same for me. Uh, the podcast has been going very well. I, again, yeah. if you're watching, please check out my other videos, even if they don't have guests. Uh, I'm really proud of them. But uh, mm. my other, my first question is, why would you ever come back here? <laughs> Oh, I mean, I didn't have anything to do today. <laughs> no, uh, I felt bad. I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah, I might as well. No, no. Uh, no, I showed up because uh, I don't know. Like, uh, like I just felt like it's so, like you know. I just felt like something. I felt like doing something like this would be fun again since last time. It was actually it was it pretty calls, fun. So it, it beckoned to you in your sleep. Yes, I dreamed. You know, <laughs> I want to go do this. So yeah, that's right. That's why I'm yeah. here. Uh, so, so have you, I know these are weird questions, but what shows have you been watching recently or games that you've been playing? Okay, uh, well, um, okay, a show I've been watching a lot lately. Um, nothing really in particular, uh, but like game-wise, uh, I'm playing a lot of this game called Dead Cells. It's pretty fun. Um, I've also been replaying, uh, and I talked about this, I think I, I think I talked about this with you before, uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, and I've just been general. I, I've, I've been getting a lot of foreshadowing. Thank you for foreshadowing. Yes, I've been getting uh, like really into uh, Metal Gear recently, and that shit's fucking cool. Actually, like, I'd actually like to talk about it today if we can. But, yeah. like, okay, actually, let's hop. Let's hop on the Metal Gear. The Metal Gear train. Have you ever played any Metal Gear games, at all? I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you don't need to apologize. I get it. Like, here's uh, the th- here's the thing, man. I just never got around to it. And also, mm-hmm. uh, this is just my this is my personal hope for the Metal Gear franchise, since, uh, as we all know, Kojima, Kojima left Konami, and Konami had a very rough breakup. They were in a really good relationship, but they just there was so yeah. much drama around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, what's up? Continue. So now I'm. I can, this is just a me thing, but I'm hoping like it gets. I hope like Metal Gear like gets taken in by Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, as yeah, I was about to say, like if there's any two companies I think I should be taking taking it is uh, I think I I, I choose uh, either Nintendo or 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 Kojima Productions, just for two reasons. Um, and honestly, I don't think we I don't think we I don't think we should ever get another Metal Gear game. I think that we should get another Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, uh, a sequel to it. Uh, as I've stated, that is one of the most one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, just full stop. <laughs> yeah, just uh, that game's fucking amazing, dude. If that sh- is Metal Gear Rising Two gets uh, gets announced, I'm gonna shit my pants. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, like, yeah, like th- that would be. 
like Konami's very protective of a lot of their properties and stuff. But the issue with it is this: they said they're all protective of their shit, but they always mess up the properties. Uh, Castlevania got messed up because they decided to turn it into more of a three D thing instead of just a two instead of a two D thing. Which, but why would you actually want to play a game that's really Castlevania three three dimensional? I want. I don't know. Like here's Konami's the thing: retarded. like we have the at, at least from what I know, the good Castlevania games, which was like. Uh, Symphony of the Night's personally like, my the favorite. Cla- the classics, we had the classics, and then Symphony, yeah. and then the sort of uh, a little off-brand. And what I mean by off-brand is like not not hentai. <laughs> Continue. Uh, but the you know like Sama Cruz and Al and Alucard. Yeah, um, yeah, person, yeah, like a lot of the ones like on like the DS and like Symphony of the Night are a lot more different. Uh, so those are pretty good. Yeah, um, I, 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 really, I, I really like Sympathy tonight. That one's really fucking good. Um, but anyway, uh, back to Metal Gear uh, and like Konami in general. Uh, Konami basically then took Metal Gear and then made Metal Gear Survive, one of the worst games I've genuinely just ever fucking played because it's just a generic zombie game. But here's, here's the plot of the game. So you're a random ass soldier who lived at, uh, who was in outer heaven, this area where like we're, we're like uh, we're, we're, we're like uh, which, which what happens like during like Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, like uh, I, I have a good then, amount. I have a pretty good handling on the lore, so you don't need to. Yeah, but this yeah, is mainly but, for yeah. the audience. Yeah, but like yeah, but this all this shit's going on, and then like during, during like the ending of like I think I don't know if it was remember I don't know if it was like during Ground Zero or just during MGS Five, but basically, uh. Uh, or, or, or actually, it may have been during Peace Walker, but the point is, is that uh, like I like the end of it. Um, Outer Heaven gets it gets blown up the fucking bits, and at this point, uh, and, and like at this point, uh, there was like there was like one soldier on there, and the whole plot is that they get sucked away through a random. This is not a fucking joke at all. They get sucked away to a random dimension with a bunch of zombies in it. That's and not then, Metal Gear. And you're supposed to survive. That's the thing. Okay, Konami here's the problem this. with that. Like. If you just did that and it wasn't a Metal Gear game, I think it might actually work. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think it would work. I just think it would just be a shitty zombie game. But it wouldn't be Metal Gear. I'd be okay with that. But like, instead, if it wasn't Metal Gear, I think you could possibly make it work. And what I mean by that is, now that you're in the zombie dimension, like, I haven't heard of this. Like, now that they're there, Shut like, up, it's, it's really surviving bad. there. The people there, how they live there. Wait There's no one basically there. It's basically just you, and like sometimes you pick up like a few people. There's a bunch of zombies walking around. It's like a survival game. It, it's so shit. Like it makes no sense for a Metal Gear game. Metal Gear is about like stealth and action. Stealth action. And then like then we have fucking like five fucking five hour long codec calls. But like the point is, is that then we have a uh, <laughs> ri- then we have rise uh, rise and Re- rising revengeance. Uh, yeah, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. So here's the plot of so, so here's a little explanation for why I like Rising so much uh so rising came out in around the year 2013 and and here's the thing about it mgs5 was going to be coming out in about like a year or two from this point so we already knew it was coming but then suddenly this starts but then suddenly platinum games starts working on us and if you don't know platinum games are the people who make uh who basically make like bayonetta and shit which is a very good franchise very good franchise uh and very then, good uh, franchise yes very good reasons. Franchise. very 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 good uh For undisclosed and then, reasons aaron <laughs> no i actually did play bayonetta too it was really fun uh like anyway uh metal gear solid uh rise i meant just metal gear revengeance metal gear rising revengeance so the thing is this um the, you you play as raiden now, now if you don't know uh, raiden was actually 
uh, well, I mean, this isn't much of a spoiler, but like this happens during like, literally, literally first fucking hour of the game. So the main character, so like in Metal Gear Solid One, you play a solid snake, but then in Metal Gear Solid Two, they switch it. They, they, they like during the entire during the entire hype cycle of it, they were teasing specifically. You get, you just play a snake. That's it. But instead, in, but actually, like instead, you actually play as you actually play as Raiden, which back then everyone fucking hated because no one liked Raiden. But about about like fuck old like, Raiden. New Raiden is. But but this is but this is the thing about it. I actually liked old Raiden to, uh, to to a certain extent because of this. Look, here's the thing: he was a whiny bitch. But like during like the ending of the game, his whole reality just starts crumbling, uh, like just like crumbling around him once he once like once once he finds out like all this all the shit was just like a VR mission and everything that Solidus and like and, and like Liquid Ocelot were trying to do, and then like all this other shit happens and you fight fucking three Metal Gear rays, and then like all this stupid bullshit's going on. You go to Manhattan and then you kill Solidus. Like it, it's it, it's all fucking crazy. Like he, but and and his and his whole reality starts like crumbling around him, which is amazing to me. And then during MGS four, which is personally my least favorite one of the mainline games, but I'll get into that in a minute. But the point is, uh, is that. Uh, fucking. So he shows up, and now, and now he's a breakdancing cyborg ninja, which is cool and all that. Breakdancing like, cyborg ninja. <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing, the ironic thing about it was this: during Metal Gear Solid Two, no one wanted to play as Raiden, and now that he's like a ninja, everyone's like, "Oh my god, guys, I want to play as him!" And then, then like, oh my so god. Like, all this stuff was like, going on during MGS. Oh my god, guys, he's so cool. He has a sword. Oh my god, <laughs> he's he he, 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 he stopped a giant fucking boat from crashing into Shadow Moses. Also, like, speaking of cool ass swords, uh. I really want. Why am I, uh, Jetstream Sam? I yeah. fucking love his gun sword. Yeah, that is a very. It's a very good. It's a. I, I want to get to like the schematics of that really quickly because when you think about it, that makes no fucking sense logically speaking because it just doesn't. But in Metal Gear, it makes too much sense because it's a gun and a sword. That's okay, most- how his gun sword works to explain to you uncultured swine watching this video right now. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically how I at least think it works is that it's it's simply like a firing mechanism that that instead of firing bullets fires the sword, thus giving it momentum for each of its strikes. Yeah, in fact, in fact, actually, a pretty good example of it is this: during the first mission of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, when you're on like the train and you're fighting Sam, uh, right, right when Sun Downer just killed the uh, Prime Minister of Africa, uh, and when he when the, when this guy just when this guy just fucking flies away. Um, and you're fighting him, goes into a cutscene, he literally shoots the blade, and then he catches it in his palm while the momentum's still going, and then cuts your fucking arm off, which yeah, is very cool. Yeah, that's how his very cool. whole stick is. It's yeah. that he fires the sheath, giving it the momentum it needs before slicing, before adding the slices, because his whole yeah. thing is that he's a combination of a samurai and a cowboy, combining yeah. the cowboy quick draw with the samurai sword. Yeah, so it's a very, it's a very unique idea. But the point it's is like, this. It's fucking amazing, but the point is, is this. Uh, after riding got introduced back in MGS4, I was like, oh my god, guys, I want to play as him, but you never get to play as him in, in, in MGS4. But then, in MGS5, which, it does, but obviously, Raiden, Raiden wasn't even fucking born around this time because the actual Metal Gear timeline goes uh, goes like this. Three, five, one, two, and four. That's how it goes. Why couldn't three, it five, go one, two, four. five? Why couldn't it go five, four, three, two, one? <laughs> that would be very funny, but the point is... <laughs> Yeah, that'd be very funny. Uh, just tell the story backwards, but like, no, uh, no. But what's going on? Like Crime Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I fucking hate that game series. But the <laughs> okay, let's uh, talk about that. Let's get on. No, 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 no. We have to talk about Metal Gear first. But like, and then 
So then after some, after uh, MGS4 happens, uh, Rising, which is technically speaking the latest game in the timeline, because because at this point, uh, Sol, uh, uh, Solid Snake is dead. Um, uh, all, all, all everyone who's from like the original like like kind of like philosophers are just fucking gone. Uh, Big Boss is dead. Uh, Snake is presumably gone. Uh, and then the only person really alive from like the original couple games are is basically people like you know you you know like uh, Meryl and like a few other people. But like the person main person would be Raiden. Now you see here's the thing about it. Raiden at this point at the end at the end of MGS four, um, he basically like after everything's happened in his life, Rose, who is by the way a fucking asshole. I'm gonna get into that in a minute. Uh, and then like and basically just like shows up with uh, with this with this tiny little child. And the thing is is this it's very confusing with Raiden because when you think about it, uh. What the fuck are you doing, Matthew? Matthew, no. I'm closing it to the no. background while also <laughs> attempting to entertain the audience. Ah, uh, okay, but like, uh, no, nah, but like, anyway, at the end of MGS, like during MGS four, uh, Rose specifically states in a codec call that that apparently, that apparently, uh, the, apparently the baby that Raiden was gonna have with her was actually a miscarriage, meaning, what was or was he? It was either an abortion or a miscarriage. But the point is, is this. The point is this. The baby was presumably not gonna happen. Turns out she lied about that for no fucking reason. And then after, and and the baby, the the child is now full, is not not like fully grown, but it's like he's like four, he's like four or five. And then Raiden, and then Raiden like you know gets to meet him and all that. And presumably at the end of MGS four, Raiden is supposed to go back to living a nice. This go, go, presumably goes to live a nice happy little life. Life is a happy life. That does not happen. So what happens is that <laughs> now what happens after after this is this. Uh, Raiden, Raiden starts to work with a with, with like with like a few different like corporations and stuff and a few PMCs and he starts to work work with a few with a few people in Africa and while he's protecting the Prime Minister of Africa, Jetstream Sam and Sundowner show up and then they kidnap the bitch and then and then and then after Raiden quite literally uh, cuts up two Metal Gear rays, which is quite hilarious because during Metal Gear Solid 2 it was built up as this giant titan of just pure might but then at the end of the game you're, you're killing three of them at once and then during MGS and then during MG and then during Rising you quite in the, it's, he's literally the fucking tutorial boss so like, like it's, it's how the sad. mighty have fallen <laughs> true 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 but like it's like, the, fatal- it's like fatalis from Monster Hunter true true uh, wait dude you play Monster Hunter I played World like a bit, but I haven't really played it in a bit. Uh, the the thing is, is that because uh, I know, but I know, I know, but some stuff about Metal, about, not Metal Gear, I mean uh, Monster Hunter. I do know a lot about Metal Gear, but let's get back into that. Um, Metal Gear uh, Rising Revengeance. Uh, after the first uh, mission, uh, where Sundowner, like I said earlier, kills the fucking Prime Minister of Africa and just flies away in a goddamn helicopter. And I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get into why <laughs> I love Sundowner in a minute. I know I'm talking really fast, but anyway. Nah, it's fine, dude. It's part of the persona you've developed on YouTube, which we'll talk about. <laughs> I talk way too much, but like the thing is, is that after all this happens, after Raiden loses an eye and an arm from uh, from uh, Sam, which is honestly fucking hilarious for for one main reason. During MGS four, guess Raiden also loses an arm, and he's just like, and, and like that whole thing is like, oh no, this all sucks, and then because he gets crushed by a goddamn Metal Gear, uh, because uh, when he's fighting Vamp, who is somehow still alive after being killed three times in Metal Gear Solid two. Uh, basically cuts off both of his arms. Uh, actually, you know, he doesn't really specifically do it, but like after, but like him and him and Snake are trying to kill him, and then he fucking actually dies this time. And then, and then both of uh, my boy Raiden's arms get cut off. And in fact, actually, during the final mission of MGS4, when they have to, when they have to go into a fucking boat, um, Raiden is literally fighting these guys with a sword in his mouth and nothing else. He's basically Zoro. Uh, Yo, he's he wait, uh, also Ashura from uh, Ashura's Ashura Wrath. 
You oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a sir, dude, a sir's wrath is actually really good. Uh, yeah, we can like, talk about that. <laughs> talk about again. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, uh, metal. But like after uh this whole us whole thing happens, uh, uh right uh, like after he got like his new arms and shit, and Sam cuts off one of them, and he quite literally says, "Shit, not again." <laughs> Like that's literally what Ryden says. I laughed nice. so hard at that line. I like it wasn't meant to be funny. I just thought it was hilarious because it's just like it's like the Togoro <laughs> orange juice scene. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's taken like, it's completely like seriously. But like, but he says, um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, here's the thing. After after like a few months or so, um, uh, fucking uh, one of the people who works for uh, Desperado, the team that uh, Sam uh, that the Sam works for, uh, this 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 chick named Mistral. She basically she basically I think I don't know if it's in Russia or Germany. It's somewhere around there, uh, Middle East area. It's somewhere over here. But the point is, is it's that somewhere over here, uh, somewhere in this direction. Because as you see, uh, I have to go to space in order to re- record these podcasts. As it would seem, yeah. Uh, where should I where should I point uh, back here like uh, uh, this way like for example if you're like pointing like this okay yeah, so like, like, some, somewhere in that direction yeah somewhere there like that way that way yeah uh, yeah 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 so way. somewhere somewhere in the, somewhere in Asia but the thing is like you know like Asia just you get my point somewhere in that giant landmass over there but the point is is that um, <laughs> somewhere in the universe yeah he's somewhere on the planet but like the point is. Is that is that he flies in on this little like kind of like jet thing? He gets propelled out of it, gets launched forward, and we see that Raiden has a brand new body where he has like where he has, where he has like has like a new so has like a new like so, like a sword sheath. He has all this cool shot cool shit on him. He also and has the like that, the, the jaw. The, can yeah, I talk about the, the robot jaw, jaw? Which makes no goddamn sense, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, it looks it, fucking badass. Yeah, and it's actually it's actually quite hilarious uh, during the end of the game, and I'll get into that in a minute when we get into. Uh, uh, the best final boss in any video game. No, no, not the best. Top three in my eyes, though. But the thing is, is that the best uh, is Hades. As I could probably guess from you. Yeah, yeah, you you know damn well it is. But the, <laughs> but um, in but in like Metal Gear Solid, uh, like no, I meant Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Uh, after he gets his stuff, uh, he starts you know fighting some people, and we get to learn like some get to learn like some new like mechanics in the game where he gets like you know cut people open, take out their spines, and then fully heal and get like all of his blade mode ener- blade, blade mode energy back. So as you go through the level and you finally get up to where to where like Mastral is, um, you get to see my first the, the first implementation of one of the favorite one of my favorite things about Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, that being uh, uh that being the boss themes. Now you see, now you see during the beginning of the fight, it starts to uh, like you're like you're fighting Mistral and all this stuff, and there's a few like transitions. So you're fighting her at one point, and then you swing around on this little pole thing and you kick her, and you get thrown onto like the, onto like a onto like kind of like a tight rope looking thing, which is like a it's like a giant like metal thing. You're fighting her on there, and all the music's still playing. And here's the thing about it: the way that these the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance songs are kind of made, like it, it's kind of like implemented into the boss battle in a way, because because like here's the thing. Um, uh, this the song that specifically plays during the Straws fight as a stranger I remain, which is what is what it called. A very, by the way, a very good boss battle theme. Um, after you're fighting on this thing, you guys, you, you guys blow up some shit, and then you get, and then everything's on fire, and then you get onto like the small little area, and then the like the first lyric of, of like the, of, like the ending part of the song where it starts to come like really like really like kick ass, like like that shit. Uh, that's that starts playing. I see. Here's the thing about it. Uh, uh, is this no matter where you are, uh, like, like, uh, like during during like that phase in the fight, no matter what, if you were to just hit her, it, it, it will the song will in a way sound so smooth where it'll just transition to a point in the song, like, it, 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 it doesn't even like pause, like, skip, it just transitions it, it fucking perfectly into the lyrics, and then it just goes on from there. It's so weird how it's made like that, 
Okay, but it just made just like that. One thing. Uh, your audio is a little bad, so you might want to turn turn off your camera. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so uh, so like the thing is, is that uh, during like during like this, this it's such a good implementation of like a boss battle theme. Since all the times like in boss battle themes, they're just kind of like you know like playing Wait, in the background. Stuff. I hate to interrupt, but just in Rising in general, every single boss theme plays it's into good. the boss's character, whether it be yeah, that too. Uh, here's a good example. Whether it be uh, President Armstrong's theme. Senator, Senator Armstrong's themes. Uh, his first theme was, I think, relates to him, while the second theme relates to how to ride in. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, actually, I mean, actually, like their second boss theme kind of relates to both of them, and I'll get into that in a minute. But actually, really good example of it is this. Um, Miss Strong's whole theme is actually, uh, as a stranger, I mean, it's basically just about like it, it, it's actually kind of similar to. Uh, actually, it's kind of similar to Sam's theme in a way because the whole point is just like, you know, I got kind of like, I, I got thrown into this whole war. I've lost my fucking identity and I'm basically just like, you know, like, uh, like, you know, like, uh, I, I'm basically just like kind, of, kind of like a weapon for these people now when I, when I, when I want to have like some form, form of like identity back, which is actually, which actually kind of plays into uh, Sam's theme, even though they have like no relation to one another, which is kind of interesting when you think about it. Uh, but actually, by the way, speaking of which, during that whole, uh, during that whole, uh, was it, uh, part of, during the whole level, you also, you also meet, you also meet the best robo doggo around, Blade Wolf. I see Blade Wolf, uh, fantastic, very, very good character. He, um, uh, and, uh, his basically whole, his whole thing is this. So his boss theme is called, uh, is called My Own Master Now, another amazing one. And I'm going to say that for probably every single one of the songs, since I love every single one of them. Um, thing is is that like blade wolf's whole song, whole theme is basically just like like the I, i'm my own master now is this he he was basically just built as like a, he, he was basically built as like this original model i think it's called like lq34i or some bullshit like that that was the original model name of it he's basically just built in like basically just like you know like follow orders and just like just like just like just like annihilate the target and just like get all yeah, he's shit just, just a like, drone he's not yeah, like yeah, yeah but yeah but yeah yeah the fun thing about it is this after he fights sam and also uh, and also after he fights Raiden. He realized something. He, uh, he like like he's trying to get. He, he actually has like some. He actually he actually has like his own like mind of his own. He thinks he thinks for himself now. And 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 throughout the whole game, he starts to actually develop. And especially during the final boss, when he actually has like a huge peak, when he finally when he realizes a lot of stuff about like humans, and he becomes more human than 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 any robot we've seen in any Metal Gear game, honestly. Possibly more human than some of the humans in the game. Yeah, yeah, and that's. So like Blade Wolf a lot, and also it also becomes your fun little Robo Doggo friend who does who, who I thought betrayed you in the end, but actually doesn't because uh, because Sam's a fucking G. But um, but but the thing is, but anyway, so um, after you defeat Mistral, uh, you basically go back and you, and the next thing you really have to do is just kind of uh take down World Marshal. Now you see here's the thing about it. World Marshal are this are these like group of people who you have to who are basically uh basically their whole thing is this. So Raiden as a kid was a child soldier and basically brought up to be like this. And the thing is, is that what they're planning on doing with all these different people is that they had to go through like manual training, training for like each of these people. But instead, they're going to be doing VR training for every single one of these kids to make to make them to make them as good as Solid Snake when it comes to being soldiers, which is a very horrifying idea because if you have like literally hundreds of thousands of solids of uh, of like Solid Snakes, you're fucked. Like they whatever you have on the other team, you're just kind of fucked because Jesus Christ, that guy is very good. But and and just become child soldiers basically. And, and, and since yeah, they lose their things, identities, they're no longer yeah. themselves. They're just yeah. another solid snake. Yeah. And, yeah. and the thing about it, the thing about it is this. 
Ryan doesn't want that to happen to those kids. So the whole point of those cold kind of drivers is just to, you know, like they kind of like free those kids. And, and as he's going through here, he basically finds he basically finds this kid named George, who was actually who was a nice little Mexican kid. Uh, this is this isn't a joke. This is actually what happens. Uh, you literally you jump down you jump down like a pipe and you see like these like three little robots trying to you know kill him. And you basically and he basically and like he sees you and then he literally quite literally says go ninja go ninja go, which is fucking hilarious. But the, yeah, ninja, because, go, oh, ninja, yeah, go, go, yeah, like it's 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 like it's like some Ninjago uh, Ninja Turtle shit right there, which is hilarious. But like, um, as this whole thing is going on, um, it's it, it it was it was really funny. So you're like fighting like these robots and stuff, and then you find George and all this stuff, and you get led to this little area where you see all these kids being stuck still, and you see this, and you see the scientist guy show up, and he has a gun to George's head, and you don't know what you you don't want him to die, so you know what you do. Um, uh, George basically, George basically comes to a compromise of this. So Raiden comes up there and then, and, and then, and then just like chops and like basically just like, you know, kills the scientist while also chopping off George's arm, which, uh, which, which was, which was very sad, but, it, but it's explained in the end where he actually gets this, we actually gets an arm back through a cutscene that's shown. But that's aside from the point. The point is that after all, all this happens, uh, you and Blade will finally make it over to the area where World Marshall is. So as you're going through all these different areas and stuff, you get to a little nice fountain area, and then with all these screens around here, Sam shows up on the screens and stuff. And he's trying, and, and, and probably my favorite cutscene in the whole game, well, aside from the Senator Armstrong stuff, which again we'll get into that in a minute. But the, but like he's, but like he's basically just like you know like uh, talking about about like about like how like you know. Yeah, you know, right? And you're kind of a piece of shit for killing all these people. You're saying you're like you're saying your swords like swords are kind of like is, is like a weapon of justice. But like all these people were basically brought in here because they just because they know their option in life. You know, they had like feed their family and all this stuff. I'm kind of explaining it in like in like the best way possible. But if you really want to get uh, the best way to it, describe it is to just watch describe, the fucking cutscene. Yeah. Also to describe <laughs> Raiden for a minute. Uh, do you mind if I take it a little bit? Uh, sure. Raiden as a character is is a monster masquerading as a hero. He's not a good person. Yeah, he's well, not really. He's not necessarily nuanced per se. He's he trying to be a good in many person. Ways. He is actually. New, I, I get. Into, I actually get into the why I love Raiden so much. He's probably my favorite character in Metal Gear in general, aside from like aside from probably like Snake and like a few others. But continue. I'm sorry. I love this game so much. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna rename this episode uh, <laughs> Metal Gear and Aaron. <laughs> Yes, Aaron, Aaron rants about Metal Gear, <laughs> and no, it's not much ranting. It's it, it just like it just it just like Aaron it's just, it's just like Aaron blabbers on about Metal Gear for an hour and a half. You, <laughs> like, like I'll have you, I'll have you just upload an episode on my channel, <laughs> just on yeah, your... yeah, because like, I like do uh, a few of my ep- episodes. Doing video like... essays is something. Doing video doing video essays is always something I kind of want to do at some point. Maybe as like, like, like when I have like free time, just like make those. Like it probably take like a while. Dude, I've I done like a few of like, them just on my channel. Like I do a few podcast episodes of just like me reviewing. I I I need to get I need to get like better like um like I need to get like better like mic quality and like maybe like a few other things so I can make my voice sound nice and crisp. But the uh, while while I'm, like, while I'm explaining the while I'm explaining the themes and, uh, and plot of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, but the thing is is that um it's it's something i've always wanted to do but more importantly back to what we were talking about uh you said you said you want to talk about like raiden for a minute uh, yeah like raiden's whole thing is that he's trying to be a hero but he's very much not like yeah. um not really spoilers how old is vengeance like uh 2013 that's when it came out that's like seven years. It's seven it's years. Been seven, fucking, seven years. It's been seven like, years. If it, it, I think five years is like when spoiled territory is kind of out of the water. You can't really spoil yeah. something after five years. Yeah. Like, and basically, at the end of Revengeance, 
no, I know. I, 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 I imagine like I imagine like someone just like this. I imagine just like I imagine just like at like a church. Jesus died for our sins, Shh, bro. Spoilers, <laughs> bro. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, that actually reminds me of this one Helsing gag. Um, yeah. I love Helsing a bridge. That shit's hilarious. Yeah, like, here's the thing: the Helsing a bridge. I can I just can we cut love from cannons. Metal Gear for a moment? Sure. Okay, so my fa- possibly my favorite scenes in the entirety of Helsing a bridge was you know how, uh, sorry, Ma- Max, sorry, uh, you know how, uh, you know, you know that scene with the with the leaders of the church. Yeah. Like we had the Mexican Inquisition. No one expects the Mexican Inquisition. Yeah, exactly. I love that part. <laughs> but my favorite part was just shalom. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and yeah, shalom. I come from the Temple Ben Zion. Are you sure you're Catholic? Yeah. yeah. And, and then afterwards yeah. he says, "You worship the Lord, the Jesus Christ." Listen, if we are killing Nazis, we'll worship anybody. <laughs> Yeah, the th- I find it hilarious that like I remember like this is like one point like we're in like real like everyone's getting massacred and the Jews are just like flying away just like, like where I the can't fuck believe are the- they actually thought we would help them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where the fuck are the Jews? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I can't believe they actually thought uh, we were going to help them. help them. Yeah, and like- then, that's for the riots, you schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm gonna be honest though, like that's hilarious. Uh, but uh, another thing about another thing from uh, Helsing, a bridge I really like. Uh, you know, like that one scene during like during like the beginning of the show where like there's like where, where like there's I remember like one of the funniest things to me. I don't know why this was so funny. This is kind of like a reoccurring joke, honestly. Um, uh, Alucard saying, uh, "Bitches love cannons," and, the, and it, bitches it shows love, cannons. love cannons. I mean, he's it's not like wrong, the but... "Give me your sword." Yeah, give me your sword. And like, <laughs> give me your sword. <laughs> sword. But um, yeah, actually, in there, I remember like there is a. I remember like one of the funniest. Uh, actually, this is a really cool scene. Uh, like some guys are trying to like basically just like uh. You know, go go to uh, go to like you know like kill Alucard and like try try to do all the context. Like, this is Helsing a bridge, and this is yes. not Metal Gear. Yeah, this is a Metal Gear. We'll get back to in a minute. But the thing is, is that all the stuff is going on. This like this one guy shows up, and then like I, I forgot their name, but like what was like what was like the blonde police chick's name again? Uh, I forgot her name. We just call her Police Girl. Yeah, police girl. Yeah, yeah, and then she's just like sitting inside like a corner with like with, uh, with like an anti. And then she says the sentence, "Bitches love." <laughs> but that's not that's not what I meant. That is this like 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 that like the like he's like in, like she's like in the corner fucking like like uh, anti tank rifle, and then like this guy sitting here sitting here just sitting here just like oh that's an anti tank rifle. Holy oh, shit! That's an anti tank rifle. rifle. And then he's like shoot, and then she's just like bitches love cannons, and then there's. <laughs> I, thought that I also was remember when he died. He says, "At least I'm gonna die with a raging boner." <laughs> that was funny. No, but like anyway, back to Metal Gear Rising of Vengeance. Uh, we we have any, wait, did you have anything? Do you have anything you want to say until we get before we get back to that? Or uh, also, there was the the scene uh, with Alucard turning into a lolly at one point. Oh yeah, that was funny. Uh, there were two things. One, uh, there was yes, this is a JoJo reference. reference. Yeah, and, my per- and my personal favorite one. This isn't like my favorite gag in the entire show, but this is one of one of them. I'm sucking everybody. What were you, Walter? <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I, there's not really this, like I just love that. That's on you know, it's like that and Dragon Ball Z bridge are probably the best of bridge uh, things on the internet. I think the bridge require the best kinds of amazing are the ones with like don't I don't take offense to this, but like when you watch Dragon Ball, you don't watch it to for Goku. You watch it for the fights. No, I watch it. I I actually watch it for two reasons. I watch it for the fighting. 
certain extent, the writing and the characters. I have a lot of things about Dragon Ball, which I, if, I, if I come on to your next, if, if, like, let's say, for example, uh, it's more like it's, it's actually more of like a when. When I come on here next time, I'd actually like to talk about Dragon Ball and shit like and like. Dude, and, we'll and have I, the Dragon Ball debate. I, I actually want to have like a topic about this. Uh, Dude, I, 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 Aaron I, I, and I, the I, Dragon Ball debate. I, I, that will be the next episode. I I I, I don't know. I, I just, I just kinda, I want to talk about like shown in anime in general and and why and why a lot of them are, why, why a lot of them are just like considered like just like super long shows about just like fighting. And Dude, we're gonna become a trash taste podcast. Yes, trash takes co- podcast. For, <laughs> in my opinion, I think the Nazis did. No, okay, but, no not no, that. But, uh, <laughs> I was talking about uh, Connor Gigak and the Anime Man. Like they yeah, have a I podcast. Know, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, back uh, no, to but anyway, you. back to Metal Gear. Back to Metal Gear. So after uh, right before we, before like, we continue, Colonel, 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 I'm trying to stick you to the space, but the clap my ass cheeks are too loud. I'm too dummy thick. I'm alerting the guards. Also, Princess like, Snake from. Uh, Princess Snake from Dragon Ball Ball Z abridged. Yeah, well, it's not, okay. it isn't. It isn't like this huge. It isn't like she has. She's a major character, but just the Princess Snake joke was perfect. Yeah, yeah we'll get. We can get into that like like next time on Dragon Ball Z. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that uh, during the Dragon Ball debate. Yeah, during the uh, during uh, uh, during why during why during the, the episode called "Explaining Why Shonen Anime uh, is, is Considered Just a Bunch of It's Just Super Long Shows of a Bunch of Stupid Fights." That's like uh, I think we'll talk about this. Uh, we need to save that for time. another day. Uh, the next time yeah. we can record, we're gonna have this conversation, man. Like, yeah, yeah, but like anyway, back to Metal Gear. Let's get back to Metal Gear. So um, during all this stuff is going on um uh like like and like Raiden is Raiden just Raiden starts to realize like and like like after like after this whole speech of Sam that the, the, all this after like this whole speech that Sam makes um Raiden uh is just like it, 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 it's just like that's a bunch of bullshit and then like basically um Jetstream Sam uh turns on turns on basically like uh this thing with this thing in Raiden where he can like you know like hear the voices hear, hear the thoughts of others and when Wait, he like, turns on Raiden well, I mean that's debatable, but the <laughs> no, but like the, the, the like the thing is, is that uh, like he basically like like he like turns on this thing like in Raiden, where we're basically like he can like hear the other thoughts of people, and 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 he's and he's like fighting these cops and stuff, and then and then they're just and then they're just like thinking like I just oh, I want to go see my family like all this sad shit, and I felt bad because like in that scene where like where, like where, like we have to like fight them, I was like, am I supposed to kill them? Like, what am I supposed to do in this situation? Should I, should I just yeah, like, run like- away? It's, like I didn't like know what to war do. in general isn't something like that's it is nuanced. Well, yes, there's such a thing as a very one-sided war, such as uh, World War II. It's still yeah. there's always this nuance that you're not that you're killing someone and that they'll never be able to go back to their families who love them. Yeah, and like and like and, and like these guys these guys only took their jobs because it's the only thing they can do in life, you know, to help people. But more importantly, let's get into something very very funny. So, did you know that there's this thing with uh, Metal Gear Rising Vengeance where after this happens, um, uh, so, uh, like like Raiden Raiden walks over to like this like, to, like the giant like World Marshal building, and Sam is just standing out front, just is just like talking to him, and then Raiden just like fuck you, and then <laughs> and then after all this happens, uh, Monsoon, a personal, a very good character mine i mean a very no, no i'm not a very good character i mean I, of mine i mean like a character that i really enjoy shows the shows up just kind of like randomly from like the top of the building starts saying like this whole speech about like memes and nihilism and all this stuff it's actually memes and nihilism yeah 
That's that is the title. That is the title of the episode. Beams and nihilism. Beams and nihilism. Yes, that's genius. Genius right there. But the thing, the funny thing about about Monsoon is that fact that it's like the like like his whole character is there's not really much to him since you don't really get like much character development with a lot of the Metal Gear character, a lot of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance characters, which is incredibly sad because the fact that those are like probably like some of my favorite characters in all the Metal like they have so much they have they have so much reason they have so much like stuff that would be built upon them and for the most part it is without with with, with through, like their songs and a few other like side side content. That do you think you could make like this is just me thing, but do you think like uh, the next Metal Gear Gear Rising uh, if there is could, one, like if there if there ever is one, like could it could it be like you have a game about these characters about these characters and how they got? Here? No, no, I don't think. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, like that could work as kind of like a prequel, but I think like we should have like a direct sequel to Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance, and then maybe have a kind of like a prequel where we explain like a lot of the stuff like Desperado that could be like a side game of the side game, but like the the, the funny spin thing off about- of the spinoff. Yeah, exactly. I, I got the I Persona got Four Q of Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, you could have you, like I mean like Shin Megami Tensei exists and then Persona exists and then Persona Q and Persona Dancing and Persona Four Arena you know, and all stupid bullshit also exists. But back <laughs> to what I was talking about, uh, Metal Gear. But like like after my boy Monsoon shows up. Um, by the way, search search up the speech because he's basically talking about t- talking about like talking about like you know you know how like you know like religion's a joke and like none of none of this shit matters in life and like all this other stuff. And then like and then and then Raiden has one of my favorite scenes in the entire history of Metal Gear when this probably probably. Like one of my favorite cutscenes is this. He's basically just like sitting there on the ground, like with just like kneeling, just like I can't believe I'm actually discussing philosophy of terrorists right now. Like he legit says that. <laughs> yeah, and then like, it isn't like it, a funny scene. That's just a very yeah, very like holy yeah. shit. What is my life? Like, <laughs> what I am I doing VR with my mission. life? <laughs> I was in a VR mission for 16 years. I fought. I fought a bunch of crazy people on Big Shell. I then ran I became a- Solid Snake. Became Solid Snake for I became Solid Snake, and then I became a robot ninja. My ass and I'm just became became thick. thick with multiple C's. Yes, and then I sh- and then I, and then I showed up here. Now I'm discussing philosophy of terrorists. Like it's a very it's very funny, even though it really isn't. But it's like those it's, it's like that it's like that sad it's that sad kind of funny you have like yeah dark humor basically in a way kind of when you think about it. I mean. <laughs> But like the funny thing about it is that like, and then he just kind of like realizes as, he realizes this. Raiden has always it was as said ever since the beginning of this game like my sword is a tool of justice and like I'm I'm here to fight for justice and all this. But he finally snaps and realizes something. He isn't doing this. He is uh, he is just fighting for his own ideals, his own cause, and at, and at this point he's not really affiliated with really with really any PMCs aside from like Maverick, which is which is like a really like private PMC made up of quite literally four fucking people, and one of them being Raiden, but like the. Uh, which, which is kind of similar to the one that Otacon and Snake make us uh, 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 made after the events of Metal Gear uh, uh, during after the after the events of Metal Gear Solid One, but the thing is, it's just called Maverick, which uh, it's kind of funny when you think about it. But by that, mer- imagine like Boris is just like it, it, it's just like hello everyone, we're actually sponsored by Logan Paul. Buy that merch. <laughs> like, I also like I know that this is a bo- the Boris from Metal Gear, but I like to imagine that that Boris looks like the Boris from Benny and the Ink Machine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he, he, he's a very he's, he's a very he's a very wholehearted Russian man. The best that you could, <laughs> very nice man. You know but how Boris never speaks in Bendy and the Ink Machine. Yeah, I don't Imagine really play those games, voice. but I know that that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, but the that'd be actually that'd be hilarious. But the funny thing about it is this: um, after Raiden realizes he just he realizes this, the only thing he's fighting for anymore is just is like his own ideals, and the, and, and he realized something that. 
like the, the, he's in, he's in a tool of justice. He's just gonna kill. He's just gonna do whatever he needs to do to get to to get to where he is, which is actually kind of reflected in Senator Armstrong during the ending of the game, during the whole ending of the game. And he basically just becomes Jack the Ripper again, or or goes into Ripper mode, is what is what it's called, is in the actual gameplay. So after you fight Monsoon and beat the shit out of him, he you basically kill him, and quite literally after you kill him, he he literally right and literally goes on the intercom and like uh, like not for like the whole building, but like basically talks to Monsoon for a second, and then just says your memes are dead and then kills him <laughs> your memes, the memes are, are dead, dead. <laughs> yeah and then and then and then and then monster and, and i like, like to imagine kills. that monster is just a shitter on the computer like yeah and then Monsoon literally just the Monsoon mentions mentions that like no, I passed one along to you before I before all this during this fight. And 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 if you're wondering, and if you're wondering here's the thing: the actual definition of meme is is something is something in our culture that, or like or like a thought or or thought or something that's passed along. And that's kind of like that whole. That's basically what it means. Or, or, or should I say what it means? But the what the it means. Is, what it means. No, but the thing is, is that. During all of this, uh, during all like this, all this event, all these events of like me, like meme passing and all this stupid bullshit, um, Raiden finally makes it to World Marshal. And after going through the events, and after and actually, and actually just going through all this shit, and he actually fights in this one little neat area where like the guy actually owns the actually owns World Marshal. Basically, basically wanted to get installed a Japanese style uh uh building where he could be, where it was actually really interesting. It's actually a very cool area in the game. But after you get through it, uh, you fight through, you go through a few other things. And you have the Sundowner. Now, you see, Sundowner, as I said earlier in, the, earlier in this episode, he is personally uh, probably, probably like outside of like Sam, my favorite member of Desperado, because he's just such a funny character. Like, he's such a just, he's, such a, he, he's, he's kind of like, he's a real dick, but he's hilarious. Because here's, here's the thing about him Sundowner uh, basically, like, basically just shows up and then he just, and he basically, his whole thing is about, about like this. Uh, uh, in a way, in a way, he's actually kind of like a conservative because when you think about it, it's like this. He is someone who wants to, he, like, he, like, he basically, like, he tries to, like, you know, believe in like nature and like go and go and go with, like the laws of like of, like how things should be. And 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 the funny thing about it is this: during during his whole little speech of riding during the beginning of it, the beginning of it, he's just like this. Uh, he, like like all these people were trying to like kind of like you know stop, kind of like stop war and all the, all this stuff, and and like I'm trying to like, you know stop like the war economy and all this shit. And then he just literally literally says this bullshit. War is the part of who we are. Why fight it? And then like which is which is kind of interesting in a way because. War is always going to happen. It's never just not going to happen. That's you can never have. Uh, let's get into a, a bit of a philosophical debate. Just a, a small ph- philosophical debate here. Uh, I think that like a lot of the times, just a lot of our inequality just comes up from the fact of animals just vie for dominance. That's why yeah, exactly. Like, what? Why is there sexism? Well, at one point in time, well, well some people just believe to be that they got that they guys, got that some people. Or girls think that the other gender is worse, or think that yeah, they're because better than it's a lie for dominance. We're, we all yeah. want to be at the top. We all want yeah. to be at the top, but in order to have a top, you need to have a bottom. This That's isn't even a sex joke. It is now. <laughs> uh, to get in, to get an inside of the house, you need to have something outside of the house. Yeah, like. Yeah, but like, 
the funny thing about it is that like I really like that whole idea because Sundowner and himself there's really much to him because he only really has like he only has like a few scenes of really even being in the game. But the funny thing about it is this: the actual the thing that really got me hooked in Metal Gear Rising Avengers is that it's actually the first cutscene with him because here's what happens after after he after he after he's basically just like you know like you know like just taken the what's it like the fucking uh Af- yeah. taking like the African Prime Minister he basically just says to Raiden Raiden just asks like why are you doing this and, and he'd be in like uh and he basically just says like africa just getting a little too peaceful like holy shit yeah and and, and he says he says it because of this the whole reason reason why why sometimes we're even working with any of the pmcs or desperado to begin with is because the war economy and the fact that he never wanted to end he literally said he literally says like this some people didn't want the war economy to end because because he wants to have because because they need to have this like money constant flow going but here's the issue with it after the event after the events of mgs4 war just kind of stomped throughout the, basically the whole world and he didn't want that to happen so so they're trying to cause war again by uh, by uh, by basically by basically causing some stupid bullshit by by like basically having like a fake assassination attempt uh, somewhere in the middle east with some, with some people and all this stuff and basically causing a few a few, a few small wars to happen and then and then slowly leading to one giant fucking war happening and causing too much people needing to buy supplies from different types of pmcs and having them work with them making them more money that's why they didn't want the war economy to end but because it actually did end um uh, the, uh, Desperado, not Desperado. I'm like more like Sundown. A lot of the PMCs and stuff stop making money, so that's why they're trying to start this thing. Just start, start this whole thing again. Of you know, if you know, if like Africa and like the and like the Metal Gears and all this other bullshit going on. And actually, the main funder of this uh, is Senator Armstrong, and we'll get back into him in a minute. But here's most the quotable thing. video game character of all time. Don't don't fuck with this senator. But the <laughs> I love him. He's he's probably like one of the funniest fucking characters in any video game I've ever played. But he again, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, politicians are incredibly wacky and yeah. evil in Japan. Yes. The, the, the funny thing the funny thing about like Kojima is that, is that like he basically like like he makes he likes making fun about fun, he likes, make, he likes making fun about like all this shit like from like the West, which kind of shows to me why he's like he knows all this stuff. It, it just, it's, I, I, I like I like this term that someone uses one time. You know how we have like a weeaboo for like for like the West? I someone made this term called the Westaboo where they're like a weeaboo. The Westaboo West. Yeah the Westaboo. Yes. I am so uh, angry it, that it's that like works. The West. Like uh, I remember, yeah, my it, it, it like, works. Uh, just Justin and I, he called the, us shit posts of human beings. True. And I am so mad that that works. It does. <laughs> now, but the funny thing about it is that, like, Sundowner is just like he, in the scenes that he show up, he's actually just a, he's just a really funny character. In fact, actually. One of the funniest things he ever says uh, during uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is a little speech that he says during like the beginning of the game. Now you see, here's the thing about it. Um, there is this. Which wait, when's like actually no. Yeah, you can talk for a minute, but like uh, when's like we try to only trying to find it. Okay, yeah, wait. Here it is. Uh, let me search it up. Okay, so this is the. Um, so here's the here's a little speech that he said uh, during the during like uh, you can like, share like, your like, screen share your screen no 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 no, 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 no I, I could read it out it's just like during uh is like during like the first like like right before he kills the prime minister of russia and uh, not russia um africa uh, what about he's, he's basically talking about he basically just randomly says this uh what about all the good things war has done for us why don't we ever hear speeches about that jobs technology thing is and then he raises his sword and then he just says give war a chance and then kills the prime minister of russia no, no I, I, i'm a prime minister of africa sorry 
it's it, it, it's actually it's it's kind of interesting because when you think about it like warren itself is kind of has done that stuff but we never really hear speeches about it because it's because it's like because it's like a inherently bad thing like and, yeah but here's the thing it's yeah i understand i get that but it's sort of like coal mining if that makes sense yeah <laughs> actually, it, yeah, destroys, actually it destroys everything around it but it's providing jobs that's the yeah. thing and like, yeah. I get the idea. Like, I think you and I can both agree that Sundowner has a point, but not a good one, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, That's the thing about him. It's like the guy who, sa- who says, uh, I felt, it's like the guy who says, now that we've had world, world, like, now that, uh, how, how am I trying, I'm trying to describe, like, like, now that, uh, now that we've had world, War two, like World War Two was a good event because now the Jews are, are like not being treated any unequally. But like that's that is a point, but it's a dumb one, if that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because like that because 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 if that means that two million that's exact because if that means that two million of us had to die to for us to be treated equally, then that's just kind of fucked up for a uh, of reasons. Also, do you remember like uh, have you ever watched South Park? Uh, yes, I have. Did you watch the, the pandemic special? Yes, it was amazing. I, find I love so- the pandemic special. Okay, we it need to take hilarious. a break from Metal Gear just to talk about this. I don't care. Yeah, one of the we funniest need- jokes was that when he, one of the funniest jokes was like, was like when like, what was I think it was like Cartman and I think it was like uh, Cartman, like when, when someone, someone, one of the other kids got into a fight and then like the police were, sh- were shooting at the black kid. Instead. Yeah, they only shot <laughs> black kid. By the way, his name is Tofu. <laughs> That was his, a, yeah, I know that is a his, that is he's a literally show. the token black kid of the school. And then later in the episode, they say, All right, we all know Token had to go to the hospital due to COVID. And then they say, No, you shot him. And then he says, Yeah, yes, due to COVID. Because you see, if we weren't defunded thanks to COVID, we wouldn't be here and we would and thus we wouldn't have shot him. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Like that's a po- that's a point, but it's not a good one. You could have yeah. not shot him. Yeah, which is incredibly similar to what we were talking about, like with Sundowner like, and all af- that. Also, after like he they shoot Token, they say got him. Yeah, got him. Like, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was a very funny episode. I don't understand why people. I don't understand why people got like so mad about that because it's like, like here's, here's the thing. thing. Yeah, everything yeah. Everything wants to be like no one wants. Everything has to be PC. Everything has yeah. to be PC. Nothing yeah. can be controversial. <laughs> PC more like PMC. Okay, but anyway, back to what I was. Back to what I was. Uh, yeah, but it's like, yeah, that's the thing like, I hate about it nowadays. I can't. Like, people have to be so PC. And, like, I get the idea, like, we want children to grow up in a world without these things. But, like, you can't have entertainment that you, you can't have. Like, here's the thing. So let's talk about YouTube for a moment. Because this is a good example. Uh, YouTube is constantly getting more PC. And due to that, everyone's getting demonetized for dumb reasons. Uh, like... If, if it's a child show, like, have you ever heard of Arthur? You know Arthur, right? Yeah. I remember this one this one scene in Arthur where, like, uh, he and DW were having, like, a conversation with a kid without a sibling. And then he, and then he says, a lone kid is what, is what you're going to be when I sell you to be to DW. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that doesn't cause any controversy. But the fact that uh, one of the characters has a gay marriage causes controversy. Which I find very funny. Like, no one comments on the fact that he said I was gonna that he was gonna sell his sister, but oh, we can't have a gay marriage. 
Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to describe it, but you know, Filthy Frank? Yeah. And like, everyone says, like, there's so much controversy around Filthy Frank. But if its whole point is to be controversial, you can't, you can't knock it. Like, mm-hmm. South Park's whole thing is that it makes fun of and comments on everything around it. Uh, yeah. I also, I, I also, I still find Mickey's comments about bats to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's a yes. It's a bat. It's a mouse, but with wings. <laughs> also, pangolins. Pangolins are awesome. Why did they do that to the pangolins? Yeah. Also, but anyway, we'll, we'll talk about pangolins later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but, I mean, but more on to what I was speaking of quite earlier. Um, so, the funny thing about it, about, like, Sundowner, is, like, after all the stuff happens, you get into personally, uh, outside of Sam and Armstrong, my favorite fight in the game, uh, because... Uh, because because you get into this because also it also hosts my favorite boss theme out of any of the um uh, oh wait oh wait, I, oh wait oh wait I just realized wait um I, I realized yeah we haven't talked about uh actually actually didn't talk about uh what was it uh monsoon's Damn. boss theme a uh, bo- monsoon's boss theme uh, stains of time uh, stains of time <laughs> a very interesting song uh it's kind of short though uh, again monsoon is just a meme lord but the thing is that like his whole song. Is actually it just it just kind of echoes what he was saying earlier, but it's still like it's just a really good song, honestly. Uh, but like it, it just kind of echoes what he was talking about earlier, which is just I mean it, it's neat, but it's just kind of like like it kind of just kind of just like like reflects his character, which which he already kind of talked about like earlier in a speech before he uh, fought Raiden. Uh, I'm all very that. mad that I can like describe one of my friends as Monsoon. Yo, wait, bro, wait a minute. Here's the thing. Um, two things. One. I was thinking for instance about monsoon. Uh, there's also a point, so like you're kind of like you get, you're able to kind of like you know like look around while he's taking a speech. You look to the right. There's actually a, there's actually like one of like the guards there. A cat walks up and he starts playing with it. <laughs> it's really cute. Uh, that was a really funny scene. And the funny thing about it is this: after Jack, after um, Raiden becomes like 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 starts like starts like becoming like you know Jack the Ripper again. My boy Monsoon literally quite literally says, "Now there's a pretty beam." <laughs> now there's a pretty beam. Meme? No, it's just, no, no. He says, no, there's, there's, a, a, there's a pretty meme. Yeah, that's what he says. Like, it's and, then, and I like to imagine, like, he brings out a. I know this didn't happen, but I like to imagine, like, he takes a picture of it and then he has, like, bo- top text, bottom text, Jack the Ripper. Jack the yeah, Ripper. that'd be hilarious. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> I like. Uh, hey, also, Sam. And then he hey, has, Sam. Like, what do you think about this meme I just made? No, well, I don't know. No, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> I also like to imagine, like, he has um the. Uh, right. I fu- my blade is for justice. Also, right in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the- monsoon was ahead. Mon- monsoon was ahead of his- was was ahead of his time. Baby. <laughs> That's what he ahead of his time. Right in. I fight yes. for justice. Also, also right in. Jack is back. Like <laughs> Jack is nah, back. Jack is nah. back. I imagine, I imagine Monsoon is just Gotta like, get back, back to the past, the past Samurai the, Jack. Yeah, back, <laughs> back to the past Jack the Ripper. <laughs> nah, but the funny thing about it is this. Uh, I imagine like Monsoon is just like, I wish this happened, but this, but this definitely sadly didn't. I imagine, imagine just like, hey Sam, what do you think about this meme I just made? Oh, I don't know. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> what do you think, right? I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> like, I like to imagine that Monsoon has like these really dumb conversations with all the PMC. 
Yeah. I imagine you just having like a conversation with like all these like all the, all the people who work at like a desperado just like just like imagine imagine like okay hear me out. If they all lived, all lived in like the same house, Sam would actually be doing shit. Um I imagine some Dude, would I would love farmer. to have like a PMC sitcom. That would be hilarious. The Desperado Show. The Desperado Show. The Desperados. The Desperados. No one told you like I imagine it was gonna be this way. Oh my god. That was loud. But the funny thing about it is this. I imagine that actually... Yeah, space is loud. There's nothing silent space. Yeah, I imagine it'd be very. I imagine it was. I imagine it's just, but just like fucking like laugh track plays over this, just like monsoon walks in, walks in, walks in, and it's just like sundowner. Why is there a dead body on the lawn? <laughs> like, just like just, I just also like, remember, like uh, you, I remember this. There was this one uh, comic that like it was Yoshikage Kira the sitcom. Yeah, and it has him go, son. What, how dare you take Jamie in my own home? Yeah. And then he says, you're not my dad. This isn't your house. <laughs> uh, I like to imagine I'm, that he and Armstrong have like a symbiotic relationship because Armstrong is such a memeable character. Yes. Like, yes, he is. Like Monsoon, the reason he's built he like works, a fucking Roblox character. Like, like the reason so he works with uh, Armstrong is because he's so memeable. Yes. <laughs> The two meme lords, but like shit posting, top cat. But the, the <laughs> funny thing of and nihilism. Yes, but nah, but it, it's it, it's kind of funny because the fact that it's like monsoon is just like if they would actually have like a like a fucking like sitcom about that. I imagine Sundowner would just be like would would just be like a gardener, like he like nothing really that scary. Yeah, no, I like to imagine like that he he's like a monk. No, I, 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 imagine, I, I imagine he'd be very similar to kind of like, you know, you know, like Angelo from Jojo part four. He seems so very unassuming, Angelo. but it's a, yeah, he, he's a very, he's, yo, Angelo, but like the, like, I imagine like, he's just like, like, he's just like very unassuming, but it could, but it could kill people, but, if, but he kills people for some, sometimes. Uh, I imagine something I like, like that. I like to imagine that he's like very one with himself. He's like, he, everyone calm down. Yeah. Yes, but I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> but Everyone like, calm and, down. There's no <laughs> fighting. I'm gonna kill I've, you I've, anyway. A, a very passionate farmer, because it's because I believe in nature. But like the, and I imagine, imagine like Monsoon would just be in his room all day, just making memes. I don't know the hell Mastral would be doing, but like the, and then Ryden would just walk, would, would, would be, would be like their neighbor, just like, just like, just like, hey guys, <laughs> that'd be funny. Like, and like, they have like a neighbor, right? the gamer monkeys. I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they make these really funny, uh, jo- just jo- this JoJo. The Joe jokes. The, the Joe jokes. Uh, I won't talk too much about them because I don't want to do shameless plugging for someone else. They do that themselves. Uh, yeah. But they have this really weird, like, sort of sitcom-esque. Like, we have Dio. Like, the first episode was a Jotaro, Dio, and, like, their oh, kids yeah. go to the zoo. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the Gamer Monkeys, yeah, I know about that guy. He's pretty cool. I really yeah, like, like I like the videos. Like yeah, they're, I, they're, I like... I would imagine, I like to imagine, if they were to do, like, a Metal Gear Rising version of that. That'd be hilarious. You would lose but, your shit. <laughs> but no one ever talks about it anymore. I want more, I want more, like, memes and animations about it. But, like, no one ever really talks about it anymore. Why do we ever stop talking about the best, like, talk, talk, why do we ever stop talking about, like, the best Metal Gear game? What do you mean, guys? Like, the best Metal Gear game. The comics I mean, are going to lose their shit. <laughs> the, the, I'm first personally, my favorite Metal Gear games are probably uh, five, two, and three. I also really like one. Four I wish is really four the, was in four there. Is, 
four is really the only one I just like don't really like I don't I don't really like enjoy that much because honestly it's just like not that well written all things considered uh and, and it would have been really and, funny and, if it went five four three two one <laughs> And yeah, and, yeah, and it also would have had it also would have had probably my favorite ending out of any, any of the Metal Gear games, but somehow uh, soon enough. The, but it's but it's funny because like uh, like they all they all like fucking like Monsoon and uh, Sun Armstrong all, like kind of like fit together in a way because they're both like really just they're really memeable. But like, more dude, important, they have a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, they're kindred spirits, as he would say. But Some the ship though, no. The only characters that the only characters I the only two characters that are actually involved in Metal Gear Rising of Vengeance that should ever be shipped, and I'm gonna and, and I'm saying this for a plethora for for a plethora of reasons because it's the only one that that honestly makes sense. I don't I don't entirely agree with this, but you can do it if you want because I don't really give two fucks about shipping. But here's the thing: I've seen I've seen I've seen people ship uh uh you know like uh, uh Senator no no I've seen people ship um uh Sam and Raiden uh which is kind of funny, but I, uh no. Yeah, exactly. No. That's my point. There is no, no. There's no way you it, should ship in that. Like that yeah. is. They're bros. They're bros, but they're not that. Like, like, like. I feel like they would be those kinds of. I remember there was this one post of like on Reddit, which is like, "You need anything from me? I'll. I can please you in any way. Can I please you in any way? Like sexually." <laughs> yeah, that was. And funny. Then, like, I've seen that. And like, it's just this whole. Like that is that is their relate. Uh, sorry, wait, uh, you know ancient Greece, right? Yeah. Like, it's weird to say that Greece just didn't legalize gay marriage, but they were very, like, open about homoeroticism. Like, people would, like, fuck on, like, they would keep things under the table. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> under the tables. Like, multiple gods would have, like, affairs with men and then help them get wives. <laughs> and it's, like, Wait. it's a weird scenario to, for me to think about. That sounds like a fucking, that's, that, that sounds like a really, really dumb, like, reality TV show. <laughs> it is a reality the Ancient Greek Greece gods. is a reality TV show. Basically. Yeah. Like, I like to imagine that it's that it's like they are in a romantic relationship, but it doesn't technically count as one. Yeah. It's a really weird thing to think about. It is. And Ancient it's Greece is fucked. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, the only thing about like metal, yeah, the thing, the thing about the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is that like, there's no, I don't really care about shipping that much, which is honestly kind of why I like it a bit because it's like, there's no one you can ship. The only people you can ship are those two. And, and and even to a certain extent, the other thing I want to think about them is that they're just like, they're, here's the thing they're bros, but they're bros who had to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> they're bros, but they had to kill each other for the sake of humanity. Like, I remember, I remember there was this one, uh, sort of what bro. your favorite ship about you says, and it was like, you, you believe in the, in the eroticism of not only wanting to kill each other, but actually going through with it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> it's funny. Uh, that's very funny. No, but let's get back into what, that story. We always get... I always no, get a little fine. off topic, but, like, that, I think that's... No, that's fine, that's fine. fine. Yeah, I like that. But, like, the thing is, is that uh, during... After, after you fight Sundowner and you kill him, and one of the best... And personally... My favorite, my uh, like, my favorite, like, my favorite, just like non, like, super duper important boss fight. Um, it's just really cool because it's just really fun. Like, like, like the whole, like, the, the whole mechanic that, like, um, that, like, that, like, Sundowner has is basically this thing called like, blast armor, where you specifically need to like cut through his armor and then you have to like you know cut it off from him and then you fight him and with it with his goddamn like scissors and all this crazy shit. And he gets scissors. Into, like, yeah, with his, he's basically, he basically, you know, like kill a kill. But basically, fucking like. Fucking oh my like god! Guy. I was actually gonna yeah. bring that up. Kill a kill. Ryoko, 
yeah, he's basically just kind of like Ryoko Matoy, but like a guy and like, but, 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 but like a very like passionate Southerner. That's basically like, what he is. Here's the thing. I, I'm imagining that, but like still in that outfit. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. No. Me neither, no. but it's there and I can't uh, get it out. Uh, but the, the nah, but like the whole boss fight is just in general, like, it's like really cool. And Sundown has, oh, Sundown also has a really like badass quote, like, like, during, like, right, like, right before they start the fight, is this. He, like, he was talking about, like, he's talking about, like, uh, also, also during like the speech that he had earlier, which is like this kids. And the reason why they're trying to, trying to make like child soldiers is this. Child, uh, uh, children, uh, uh, children, children are impressionable and can be it can be crafted into whatever and whatever you want. Kids are also very cruel. And the and the, and the funny thing about it is this. And it's actually kind of calls back to that quote they said a minute ago because because when he because when you because right before you fight him he just says this. Kids are cruel, Jack, and I'm very in touch with my inner child. And then he starts fighting you. I I am so mad because that isn't that is not wrong. I'm it's like, a very what? good quote. It's like, a very what, good quote. Let me explain what I mean by that. Like when you're when you're a kid, you're very selfish, and I don't mean that to you specifically, Aaron. And I don't. Yeah, mean I know. That. Just like, in, I know, like in general, like 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 a lot of kids are cruel. I just mean, like we're we're all dickheads as kids, and like there's yeah. no way out of us. To, to even even the nicest ones are dickheads in a way. Like there's no way not to be a dickhead as a kid. Yeah, true. Like, is it weird of me to, to say, like, I remember a while ago, I had, like, this existential breakdown because I thought I really, like, I thought I knew my cousins very well. Like, I thought we had, like, a kind of friendship. But then a, then a few days, then, like, not recently, but, like, after, like, in seventh grade, I had this fucking mental breakdown because I I never knew my cousins because I, I only knew them on, like, the surface level. I never really knew them as people. Yeah, and like that's same. Same. You say that so dejectedly. Well, I didn't have a well, I didn't have a mental breakdown about it. I just kind of well, I like like a breakdown, but like wow, I I never knew them. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, like I I mean, like I know like my cousins like very well for such a long time now. Like nowadays, yeah, but like what I mean by that is I would just talk about them with like video video games because I understand you and I talk about video games a lot. But, like, that's not because, but like, I think we still have, like, a genuine, like, friendship. Of course we do, yeah. Because otherwise you wouldn't be on the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there's only two people on here. I, 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 I like, 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 okay, like, okay, let's just, let's just say, like, worst case scenario, like, like, we weren't friends anymore. And there was, like, someone else on this podcast. I would probably, like, you know, I'd probably still, like, you know, like, show up. But if we weren't friends, uh, like, for, for example, if, like, the, if I really wanted to, like, see that person, but if we just, like, weren't friends, I wouldn't fucking show up ever again. Yeah, but like, but uh, thankfully, what, we are friends, so we are friends. But what I mean by that is, like, with that, like, have you when you okay, can I know we get a, off topic a lot, but like, Metal Gear goes into so many different things that we can't it get does. off topic. It does because the themes of the whole game and what the characters think and what they themes say, and and nihilism. <laughs> yeah, actually, and I want to get the, I want to get into this like after like we're done, after after them telling this, telling the whole plot of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. It's actually like incredibly similar. Uh, actually, actually, a video I watched a while back, basically this basically just saying like basically explaining like why Metal Gear Solid Four is a fucking mistake. Uh, but the thing is, why is, it's uh, a mistake. It, yeah, yeah, it was like a three hour long video I watched. It was actually really good. It's this guy named I think this guy named Stink Bantley is really he's really good at making a like a for Stink Bantley. yeah, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, 
yeah, Steak Batley. Uh, he he's a very good YouTuber. But more importantly, um, his uh, the, the like like him talking about like Metal Gear Solid Four. He actually points out like near the end of the video when he's talking about like Raiden's character. He basically talks about Rising for a bit, and then he points it and he points out the actual themes of Rising are incredibly similar to uh, Metal Gear Solid Two, which I'm going to get into in a bit. But I realized that recently. I was like, oh my god, yeah, you're right. But <laughs> holy shit, yeah. Like, wow. do you see all the equations? Has like, yeah. has like your third eye been opened? Yeah, personally, personally, I really like two, three, and five. One and four Fuck also four. really. Good. Wait, four, four is. Wait, you're missed up from. Wait, you're missed up from part five. You don't like the number four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, when I ever say, I, I mean, when I ever say I didn't like the fourth part of JoJo, like, I love the fourth part of JoJo. Dude, I just really okay, talk about can it I talk much. about JoJo for a moment? Not very much. Sure. I've looked like two things about JoJo. Number one, I can't get out of JoJo. I am chained to JoJo. Yeah. Like I have genuinely begun to struggle having conversations about things that aren't JoJo anymore. <laughs> That's sad. So, like, and I can't. Also, because I started reading Jojolian. Uh, oh no. It was really good. And I haven't fully seen it yet or watched it. I'm probably just gonna wait until like the I anime will, happens if it ever does will, happen. It it will not happen. Like still yeah. doesn't. But it's yeah. Here's the thing. I started reading it and I got to like chapter 48 and it was really good. I was losing my shit. Like, yeah. Like the, the hype of Jojolian is like all of ball breaker. Like imagine you had ball breaker, but constantly. I love ball breakings. That's part of my day. When ball, when ball breaker showed up, it nearly broke my balls. <laughs> yes. That was crazy. Okay. But back to, but basically, back but to Metal Gear. So much, you know, back to but, but before Brawl Breaker. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm constantly getting off topic of like Metal Gear. That's fun. Like, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to describe it to you. Uh, but I've like struggled to have conversations that aren't JoJo, and it's and I'm scared of that. Like, <laughs> that's sad. But to uh, JoJo, how it works is that after you reach part four, you are a JoJo fan. Yes. Like, uh, part one, I think, is just very bland. It doesn't do anything wrong, per se. I like part one. I actually like, I actually like part one. Just, it's probably just, I think it's, like, objectively the worst part out of all of them. Like, like, I get... I think the reason I don't like part one, like, the reason I have a disposition of part one is mainly because I watched it in the dub. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have the willpower to go, to go back and watch it in the sub. Uh, and then part two, I think, like, if you like part, like, once you get to part two, you'll, you'll be like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good shit. This is good shit. Uh, part three, I think, is where it gets rocky, because, like... Part two is personally uh, top three best parts. Yeah, part uh, two is really good. Part two is really good. It's, it's one of the best three animated, at least, like... Yeah. Uh, then it goes so to part... No, then it goes to part three, which I think is... It's not... Very decisive. It's Very like you, you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. Then you reach, reach it to part four. And once you reach part four, you are a JoJo fan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you, you are no longer a human. You are a JoJo fan. <laughs> yes, you failed. I mean, I mean, like, I'm still like a JoJo fan. I'm just don't, I just don't, I'm not fully absorbed by it, you know? Like, here's the thing. Like, I, it's probably, this is just something I've learned, like, just about me in general. When I get into something, I I have like a month. I have like it's always there, and then like I and then like later, I'm just like it's it's gone after a while. Like, yeah. 
I'm not saying it's like completely consumed me, but like it's very close. Yeah, this is actually just a cry for help, guys. Um, <laughs> anyone listening? Anyone listening to the podcast? Try to find Matthew. Uh, he needs some help. Uh, I have Jojo button. paralysis. Yes, Joe paralysis. No, do you uh, have you ever watched Sylvan- Sylvanus? Sylvanus. Wait, what? Uh, Sylvanus. What the fuck did you? Uh, there was a YouTube channel like. Ah, uh, okay. It, continue. And it was like when your when your friend becomes a Jojo fan, <laughs> and it has uh. like, and we have like some guy walk into like a doctor's office and. And like, there's a patient this going, Star Platinum, Star Platinum, And then, like, at the end of the video, he pulls out a gun and says, Sex of Pistols. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But uh, anyway. Okay, back to uh, Metal Gear. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Rising Revenge. So after you defeat Sundowner, um, you finish the whole fight. And then what happens is this um, you, you have to get, you have to actually make it out of like where you are right now. Uh, and then make it over to, and, and actually make it over to the, uh, basically, basically, basically make it over to Senator Armstrong in the Middle East because he's trying to basically, he's basically trying to um, start, basically to start a war between the Middle East and a, and a few other small little countries, to, you know, to, 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 to again kickstart the fucking war economy. But here's the thing: there is no way you could get over there in time unless you had a jet that went at like that, that went at a, that went at that went like at least Mach three. So funny story about that. Um, there's there's actually a way of getting over there in time, but Ryan doesn't really have much of a vehicle. But then he finds a motorcycle, which is actually explained in the metal is actually explained in the DLC for Jetstream Sam. That's actually his motorcycle. So funnily enough, they helped each other. Uh, he, was, uh, Sam, I mean, Sam, he did get the, the sword. He got the sword. Yeah. Yeah, they gave like, him his sword. Yeah, they gave him a sword, and then he got with the. <laughs> Now, the thing Pokemon about it is like, sword. and Pokemon gun. No, but the the thing is, is that like there's actually the, controversy around that meme. It yeah, it's funny. funny. It's funny. Uh, but anyway, so metal. So like this is like it's actually like his um bike, which is actually very funny. But anyway, but anyway, so and he actually he actually he actually like carves a message into the ground saying like sorry sorry if you want the bike back, call this number, and then he and then he oh! called it. Yeah. Dominance asserted. Yes. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Thank you for cooperation. Uh, call this number if you want the bike back. Monsoon, man. No, it wasn't from Monsoon. It was like the fucking like the bike was actually like I guess the bike was from Sam, but it was a very it was very interesting. So on the way there, he runs into Sam, and this is where we get into the second. I think I think like outside of like uh, Senator Armstrong, the second broken, the truth, goes, truth goes to spoken. I've, I've even, even forgotten, forgotten, forgotten my name. I don't I know, know the reason or what, what is the reason, the reason I'm standing here holding on the bus blade. A desolate place, a colony trace. It's only the cold and I feel. Forgotten my name. I stand up and fight. The only, the only thing, thing I, know I know for real, for real there, there will be, will be blood, blood, death, 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 Man in the mirror, not his head. Okay, we'll stop now. We're, yeah, we are we're gonna, such fucking nerds. <laughs> no, I, I love that. Here's the thing, though. Sam's boss name is really good, but I, but like, probably, like, but like, personally, like, yeah, here's the thing, I it's really it good. I have playlist, man. Yeah. 
Um, Sam, and as we've talked about, as Matthew talked about earlier, um, is just a really interesting character, all things considered, because because of the fact that like okay, so basically basically this whole backstory is about he's like is like he basically he almost took down a whole goddamn drug cartel, but he but he fucking failed horrendously, and then he uh and then he basically um but he only did it with a sword, like he didn't have any yeah, like, he did it well, he did it with a sword, and that's it, and basically it basically zero cyborg enhancements. But the point is, is that that was pretty cool. But basically, but basically but basically he basically he was doing it for a whole, for this whole like revenge thing. But he but he decided to leave, and, and after his after word spread. Um, Senator Armstrong and Monsoon realized, shit, this guy's actually pretty good. We probably bring him to Desperado. So I like they invite to imagine, him over. Sorry, uh, continue, you can finish it and then I'll talk a bit. Yeah, which, which this whole thing's actually explained in the Metal Gear and is actually explained in the DLC for Dressing Room Sam. But after after he shows up, uh, his final interview is actually just to fight Senator Armstrong. And after you after you fight him and, and actually almost kill him, you realize something. Sam never wanted to be part of never we never wanted to be part of Desperado, but uh, uh, the whole reason why he joined or even stayed around was because he didn't want to get killed by Armstrong, and then just be thrown and then be thrown aside. So, so he had to give in to Desperado's stuff, and then just became their tool. And by the end of the by the end of the, by, by the end of his with uh, the by, by the end of his uh, fight with uh, Ry, uh, Ryden, um, he realizes shit. I'm just a tool. Like and then that's and that's what kind of the whole uh, thing is about. That, the, my identity, identity wondering have I gone, I gone insane? insane. To find, find the, the truth in front of me, I will climb, climb this mountain range. Looking down upon this deadly, never realizing why I fight. That's some fucking Sonic Adventure Two shit right there. I'm not even gonna lie. Like that sounds like a song from that sounds like a song from fucking like Crush Forty. But like the, I love that song a lot. But like the thing is, is this, dude. That boss is just so good. Like Sam's just a really fun boss. But the thing is, is that after you fight him, you realize. He had no goddamn cyborg enhancements, which is like just kind of goes to show yeah, how he crazy strong he was. His pure skill. Yeah, I he's mean, just he crazy. had one, but like yeah, he had like one count. thing. He had one thing, and it was like and it was like his arm, and that was just so and that, and that was just so he could actually cut. That, that's just so that's just so he could actually you know, grab the blade without I mean, just, yeah, without just had, like, ripping off. I mean, off he had the his... cyber suit, but like that that doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of like armor, and even then, like that shit's like easily broken. It's basically just like it's basically just like um, Raiden's like kind of just it's basically as strong as like Raiden's body without like his exoskeleton during during like the first mission when you, when you just have like him and like no like Cyborg enhancements with the fucking Robo job. But the thing is, is this um, Matthew? I would very much like you. I, I actually I think since you're pretty well versed in the uh, in the in the in the, uh, in the in the in the whole thing behind uh Jetstream Sam. So I'd like for you to explain this time. Okay, so Sam Talks so much in my mouth is very dry. But same here, so man. Fun. I'm like really let's see, we might uh, take a take a little intermission uh, later this episode. Uh but what I was gonna say is that uh Sam to me is a character who selfishly self-improves. Yeah. He like when he basically his he like in in his like dojo or whatever uh, when he leaves and his dad is killed, he doesn't necessarily he doesn't necessarily leave to 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 save himself. He leaves, so he he doesn't le- leave. He leave not he doesn't leave to come back. He leaves to get stronger. He ne- he took out those drug cartels not because he wanted to get rid of the drug cartels. He did it because he want he wanted to show off his skills. He is mm-hmm. selfish in his desire for improvement. The reason he. Like it was either his moral code with Armstrong or his or his life, and he cho- and he would rather improve and lose his morals than 
stay the same with his own morality. Hmm. I mean, that's at least my interpretation of him. And like, yeah. But the funny thing about funny, funny thing about it is this. Um, like, I think probably like the two characters that Ryder relates to the most is Armstrong and Sam. But the funny thing about it is this: Sam, in a way, was kind of like your friend at the end of the day, and it kind of sucks because here's the thing: if he lived, I feel like we could have kind of. I feel like we would have gone to a point where like we're like Ryden and him would have been like super, like, would have been like super good friends. But that yeah, basically, what I wouldn't give to see like what I wouldn't have bros. given to see like the two of them. Like, let me explain what I would like. I would like to imagine like you don't kill him, but like you knock him out and he somehow survives. And like he shows up with Blade Wolf and like he goes fights fights Armstrong with you. Yeah, dude. And like you get a double attack. Like the slice, the the combo slice. Bro, that's some Sonic Adventure. Again, dude, that's just like Sonic Adventure 2. Like that's like like it's it's like Shadow and Sonic. Like like, No, because no, because Shadow's a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. And like, and like, yeah, kind of similar to write in it. <laughs> no, then, not like that. Have, but, but okay, I, I understand. We keep going off topic. But and like, then you also have, and then you also have like, and and, and here's the thing I know it's about like a lot of like rival, rival, rivalries, rivalries like this. Rivalries. For example, rivalries. And the thing I know is this, um, for, with a lot of characters from like games like this. For example, um, for example, Virgil and Dante from the Devil May Cry series, and then you also have like. And you have Sonic, and you have like Sonic and Shadow. One of them is like super cheery and cocky and kind of a. <clears throat> Sorry. And, 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 and <laughs> that came in so perfectly. And, 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 and then very confident, very confident in their abilities. And, also goes the rest of and, the, and the other ones, and the other one is very well, it's not really much about with a heart of gold at the end of the day. And then the like, and by that I mean like Sonic, Dante, and 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 like yeah, Dream Sam. And then, then, then you have Shadow, have, who's edge lording. And, and, and then and then and then you have Shadow. Raiden, the Virgil, which are all very similar to one another, which is kind of funny when you think about it. Because here's the thing about it: Sonic and Shadow aren't even from like a hack and slash game, but they're still like really similar to this in a way. And like, it's funny, okay. and it's I, <laughs> and in a, and in a way, it's also kind of similar to Phoenix Wright and Miles Edgeworth, also. <laughs> okay, but what I've learned when it comes to rivalries, just in general, is that there needs to be a counterpart sense in a rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh. I understand. I okay, but uh, let's go to part seven for a moment in JoJo as an example. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because like they have really good rivalries here. This is just a good example. Uh, Di- uh, Diego and Johnny have like this perfect rivalry because of for one, Johnny is brought up in a home of like I I guess a noble home per se with a father yeah. with a cruel father. Whereas Dio was, whereas Diego was born in basically the Riffer. shit, the shit of shits. Yeah, and uh, you and, know, but uh, with a kind parent, with a kind. I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think we need to get into it, but uh, the river. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, like the river. The river. The river. Yeah. The river. Yeah. The river. <laughs> but like. But I, the, the reason, like, we have like these edgy, these edgy rivals. I guess you could say his back. I guess you could say his backstory is a bit riverding. River dude. <laughs> riveting. Yeah. But what Get I it. mean. Get it? Because <laughs> river. Okay, but that. Okay, okay but anyway. what I mean by that is like a rivalry has that counterpart angle, and like if you have a really peppy protagonist, you need to have an edgy or antagonist. 
or 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 it could actually be the other way around in the in the case of Sam. Oh and, yeah, and, and, Sa- so I love Sam right now. Uh, like we have Aku, who's like this really charismatic guy. Like uh, there's what this one scene where he goes to therapy with himself. Yeah, that was funny. Like <laughs> I love Samurai Jack. Very good show. I'm, I'm planning to make like a video just on Samurai Jack. Um, yeah. But his whole thing is that he's this really peppy ass guy. He's not like some. I mean, he is a heartless asshole at the end of the day. But like he's a happy heartless asshole, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, Ryder isn't like a heartless asshole. He's just. No, I mean, a coup. I mean, a coup. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, when they like, compared to Ryden. And like, then we have Jack, who's this stone Jack cold. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Samurai Jack. Yeah, but, I know that's a joke. <laughs> uh, like our boy, our, our boy Jack. Also, you know how Jack got his name? Ow. Okay, so in the first episode, we never get Jack's actual name. Jack isn't his actual name. Yeah, what is it again? I forgot. We don't. Ha- he doesn't have one. Oh, he was I never named. I swear to God, I remember them talking about it at one point. No, he was never given a name. Like he just—it was just my son, the son of the samurai. Yes. And like all of that, and he got his name because when he was sent into the future, the guys who showed up after he did it—he did his parkour skills—and some guys was just called was like, "That was so Jackman." But Jack is like a badass name, though. All things considered, like that's just that's no. Jack is not a badass name. If you name your son Jack, you're not your your son is not badass. I I think Jack is a cool ass name. I don't like, know. When, when done correctly, it's a badass name. When done incorrectly, it's just John. It's just like a name, you know. Like, but how would you, know you do that, it correctly? I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like, if you put it in the right person's hands, Jack becomes really badass. Like if if my name was Jack, I would not be Jack would not be a badass name. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it's a cool I mean? name. I always thought it's a cool name. The Jack debate. Yeah. Okay, back to Metal Gear. Uh, but Jack. Okay, no, before that. But Jack is like this stone cold character. He's not. He doesn't fool around too much. He's like. He doesn't have like these one liners. He's a very serious, straightforward character. That doesn't mean he's bland. When I say straightforward, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, Jack. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, when you say Jack, you know, like the one from uh, Samurai Jack. Yeah, from Samurai Jack. Gotcha, gotcha. He's like a very straightforward character. He's serious. He doesn't fool around. And man, we've been going on. We've already surpassed the first episode that I've done, and we're still and we still aren't done with all the content I want to get out of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good shit. Uh, but anyways, uh, look. I think we'll do another Zoom recording for. I want to split this episode up because this has gone on for for so long. If that makes. Well, sense. Let me just. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just finish talking about Metal Gear and then we can. Okay, but like, before that, Jack. But Jack is like a, has like a heart of gold, but he's a very stone character. Like not stoned. He's a stone cold yes. character. And that's hey, my him. guy. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking. And like that's what makes his dynamic with Aku so interesting because they're opposites, but due to the how their opposition is formed, they they have such an interesting dynamic. Mm. Anyways, back to Metal Gear, because we need to get Metal Gear done before we can, like... Actually, and now, actually, uh, actually, uh, actually, actually says the anal cis, the, uh, you know, Anal cis? Yeah, anal cis, yes. Anal cis? Yes. That's incest. But, yeah, exactly. But the... No, but anyway, Matt Dorales, exactly. Like, fucking, exactly. um, exactly. But, um, 
Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. Very good franchise. Metal Gear Rising have been a very good game. But after you but then you get into what is what it, so after you so after you defeat um uh like Sam, you finally get to go fight Armstrong. And oh my god, is this guy the most quoted quotable motherfucker on the planet? He is just like okay, here's the thing. And and the funny thing about Armstrong is this. He's a character who I honestly could—it's just so hard to really like describe, because there's actually there's actually like multiple videos like actually like and actually like analyzing him, but it's so hard to really explain it. Because here's the thing: he's a piece of shit, but it's a very quotable, memeable piece of shit. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I was actually gonna tell. I don't want to spoil this for you. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to hold it back. What is it? What is it from? Uh, this isn't a quote. This is just something I plan to do. Uh, before we t- started talking about Metal Gear, I was planning to do a little something, but uh, we'll have to, to postpone it. Yeah. Um, um, the thing about it is this. Um, Sarah Armstrong is a very quotable, fun character that I love. And actually, by the way, if you want a very good explanation for why I like him, for why he's such a good character, um, I, I, I could put it like very simply, but basically... Um, uh, basically, just go to like this... There's this guy named, there's a guy named uh, Recluse um uh, on youtube uh his name is spelled r-y-c-l-u-s-e and search up like search up that and senator armstrong you can understand perfectly why i love him so much he's just like <laughs> he's, he's, for him yeah he's very 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 good um very good character but the thing the funny thing about it is this he's also he's actually kind of he's in a way he's kind of like a mixture of our of uh sundowner and raiden because his whole thing is basically that it's like he like, like he's he's a very he's a very much a character who like, um, for example, like in Raiden's like in Raiden's thing, he um, what is it? Let me think. Uh, hmm. so what the fuck was this? Yeah, okay, that's yeah, your thing. So like during like the, I'm not gonna get into this whole character, but like the ending part about him, which I find very interesting, was this like right like right when after you fight him and the best boss fight in the game, you um. You, you finally defeat him, and he basically says that after you defeat him, he like uh, Raiden says, uh, your, "Your dream dies with you." But if but it actually doesn't, because he says that because then Armstrong says basically that like you know after you know after killing me, you've already considered that like that like but the status quo will go on, and that like and then like war will the war will continue to be a business and all this other shit. But uh, but at the but at the end of the day. Uh, but at the end of the day, Armstrong's trying to change that. It's trying to end war as a business by using war as a business. Since 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 kind of like his whole thing was basically that it's like you have fucking uh, you basically fuck have the some, media. Yeah, yeah, you actually have fuck all these lymphatic lawyers and these chicken shit verb. Repeat what you just said because your audio cut. And he's basically he's basically his ideals are very fucked up, and I do not agree with him. But he's a very interesting character because like, but like Beth, what I was saying. The funny thing about it is that when he was when he fights, um, like like after fighting Raiden, like what I was saying a minute ago, from what he was talking about, was that basically that like that like he's trying to that he's kind of that he's different from Sundowner in the sense that Sundowner just wants to continue having having the war economy be a thing, but actually, but actually, uh, Armstrong is trying to take the trying to end war as a business by using war as a business. So then after so then after uh, the whole thing uh, starts. Um, I'm gonna end racism by being yeah, racist. Racism. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, yeah, but he like 
yeah, that's basically his whole idea. Basically, just to use it as a business, basically use it as a business to then end it as a business. He didn't really explain how, but he's gonna. Well, that was basically he's his like whole the idea. Thanos of politicians. Basically, he's he's actually very much like Thanos. But anyways, imagine if Thanos was actually a cool character. Yeah, that's Senator Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, Thanos is already a pretty cool character, but like still. I, okay, comic Thanos is really funny because his whole plan is to wipe out half the universe to impress death itself. Yeah, but yeah, that's not my point. I actually love Thanos in the movies. He's really well written. I, I don't think considered. I, I I think no, I, I don't I don't mean like really. I mean like he's just he's a pretty good character. I think, I think he movies. serves his function. I just think he could have been better. Yeah, I, I, agree, I agree. His whole goal is to make sure that no one dies by splitting half the resources in the world. Then why not wish for more resources for everyone? Yeah, that's that's not what I. That, that's what I like. Here's the thing: he has more to him aside from just, he he does have some flaws to him. I entirely agree. But back to but let's but not, this isn't about Thanos. We need, we, we need to finish Metal Gear, man, because I need to get my next part of this episode out. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's just like like the funny thing about it is that he is that when he's talking about um like all this like like all this all the stuff like this, him him and him and uh, Raiden are very similar to one another. And personally, I do agree with some of the stuff he says. For example, like 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 when he's like fuck it, like when he's like beating the fuck out of uh uh what is it like Raiden and then he's just, and then he just, and he's just and he's just saying like all right the truth then fuck all these limp dick lawyers and all these chicken shit bureaucrats I uh, agree with them yeah fuck that, the media be, yeah fuck the media and then he just throws him the frozen fucking air and then kicks him that <laughs> fucking rocks dude Armstrong is probably my favorite character outside of Armstrong and, and, and wait, wait I mean Armstrong, <laughs> Armstrong is my favorite, favorite character outside of outside Armstrong, of Armstrong. Yeah, here's the thing Armstrong is probably my favorite character in rising outside um of sam because he's such a he's, he's very quotable he's a very interesting character he he, he has one of the he just fucking rocks like the, the whole game just i think the rocks. only reason he's not your favorite is because you don't agree with him completely like if you agreed with him completely he'd be your favorite like <laughs> yeah but <laughs> yeah i don't agree with him but seriously he's he's just a very interesting character and yes, think about it. Like, even though I don't agree with them, I can still enjoy characters. But anyway, yeah. back to what I was saying. Back to what I was saying. Okay, uh, let's speed it up a little because I have yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, some yeah, yeah. trials to make you go through later today. Yeah, we're almost done. Okay, but this is the last thing. So after this whole thing happens, Raiden, it, it, it actually actually leaves on a bit of a cliffhanger because it's teased that there's going to be a sequel to it, which at the moment we don't know about. But seriously, oh, if you want to find out more about, I've already explained a lot about like all the characters, but seriously, Armstrong is just that whole game fucking rocks. Honestly, I'd give Rising a 10 out of 10 for me personally. Ooh. 10, my, 10 out of 10. One of the best games I've ever played. Probably my top 10 favorite games of all time. I love that game. Uh, but actually, but actually, wait, before we continue on this, I want to talk about one thing about it since you've already been going up so long. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is incredibly similar to Metal Gear Rising, uh, not just Metal Gear 2, Metal Gear Solid 2, because of the fact that, well, here's the thing. Metal Gear Solid 2 the whole thing about it is basically that it's like it, it's basically about like basically about, about basically about like how the electronic age has 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 in a way you know like it, it it's caused so much stuff to happen. It's all about like you know like memes and all this and all this crazy bullshit. It's all about just, memes. Yeah, but like but like but, but like but, but like in a way, Metal Gear Solid Two. And in fact, again, again, another video you could go watch about Metal Gear Solid Two since there's like a video I'm not linking any single. of these in the description. I know, just search them up. It's not that hard. Uh, few fucking <laughs> fucking illiterate assholes. But l- l- there's there's a video by one of my favorite YouTubers, actually, Fragile Bridges. Uh, 
this guy made this video called Metal Gear Solid 2 is a masterpiece. Check it out. Also explains why it also explains Metal Gear Solid 2 and why it's so fucking good. But here's the thing. Um, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, they, but like, here's the thing about Metal Gear Rising Revenge. Like Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. The, the whole thing about it is that it's just like Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 2. But the, but it's just made a lot, made, made just incredibly less wordy. So you can actually understand the themes. Here, theme similar, which is probably which I don't know. Which I don't. Which I wouldn't say why it's my favorite. Uh. Uh. Like what? Well, like it's it's not like it's not it's not like it's not like why that is. I just love it because the combat's really fun. The characters I just find more interesting. But even then, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid, well, one, two, three, five, all great games. Four is not that good. Rising is the best all of all of them. Peace. And then <laughs> I just leave. Okay, but like so that. That's it. That's that's honestly all I have to say. It's okay, such so a. So Aaron, game. I want to keep I want to keep going on this, but uh, I want to first split up the episode. Uh, I'm, I will have you rejoin the Zoom call in just a moment. In just a moment. Thank you all for watching. Make sure to subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Make sure to like, comment, and like and comment, and make sure to follow me on Anchor and all other stream platforms where you find your podcast. And as always, make sure to keep it professional. We will meet you in like ten minutes because I'm gonna call him back up again, and we're gonna and I'm gonna put him through some trials. All right, I'm gonna leave the call then. Uh, I'll join back in like ten minutes. All right, bye.